Hello, knowledge seekers. In this episode of 20 Minute Books, we delve into the enlightening world of canine intelligence with The Genius of Dogs by Brian Hare and Vanessa Woods. Unveiling the astounding mental capabilities of dogs, this book explores how our furry companions exhibit signs of genius in ways that often parallel human intelligence. Hare, with his PhD from Harvard University, is an associate professor of evolutionary anthropology at Duke University and has been featured in renowned publications like the New York Times and National Geographic. Vanessa Woods, a versatile Australian scientist and award-winning journalist, has contributed to the Wall Street Journal and BBC Wildlife, offering her wealth of expertise in animal behavior. This book is perfect for dog owners, individuals considering adoption, and anyone with a keen interest in animal cognition. Veterinarians and professionals working with dogs will also find valuable insights into the minds of these remarkable animals. Discover what makes our four-legged friends uniquely smart and celebrate the shared talents and distinct traits that set dogs apart from other creatures. Join us as we uncover the secrets behind the genius of dogs and celebrate the remarkable bond between humans and their canine companions. The Genius of Dogs, Discovering the Unique Intelligence of Man's Best Friend Introduction, Unleashing the Canine Intellect, the Ins and Outs of Dog Smarts Imagine stepping into an arena where the air buzzes with anticipation. Before you, an obstacle course lies in wait, not for humans, but for the true stars of the show, dogs. These four-legged contestants, poised at the starting line, are the epitome of potential. But have you ever paused to ponder how our simple companions turned into such extraordinary learners? The answer to this question isn't just buried in bones and toys. It's a tale of evolution, a sequence of events that transformed the independent wolf into a creature capable of understanding human gestures as well as a toddler does. But is it training? Or is there something inherently intelligent about our furry friends? Let's embark on a journey to uncover the truth about the genius of dogs. Along the way, you'll catch a glimpse into why dogs took the first step in domesticating themselves, connect the dots between the thought processes of dogs and human toddlers, and understand the evolutionary trade-offs that led to physical traits in certain breeds, like the might of a bulldog's bite. The narrative of dog intelligence is not a simple trick. It's a rich and layered story inviting us to look into the eyes of our loyal companions and recognize the remarkable minds gazing back at us. Join us as we unravel the mysteries behind those wagging tails and eager eyes to celebrate the true genius of dogs. Part 1. When Survival Tactics Become a Stroke of Brilliance How Dogs Chose Humans From show-stopping agility to uncanny responsiveness to commands, dogs display an exceptional sort of savvy. Yet in pondering the breadth of canine intelligence, we must differ from the human yardstick. We gauge an animal's cleverness not by IQ scores, but by its evolutionary success, its ability to thrive and multiply. Through this lens, dogs emerge not just as survivors, but as thriving symbionts of the human world. What's the secret to their evolutionary success? Specialized genius. 
Dogs may not be universally adept across cognitive domains, but within their niche, bonding with, interpreting, and responding to humans, they exhibit a remarkable aptitude. It's akin to how a master chess player doesn't need to be a virtuoso musician to be considered a genius in their field. But true genius sparkles in the ability to read cues and draw inferences spontaneously, and our canine companions do this with finesse. As humans intuit that a hidden traffic signal must be read if cars are crossing, so too do dogs piece together the clues their environment offers, an invaluable skill where nature seldom forgives trial and error. The legacy of dogs and humans is a testament to this aligned intellect, but myths have fogged the origin story. Did human hunter-gatherers really domesticate wolves by rearing their pups? It's an unlikely tale. Wolves' notorious appetite for meat and fiercely protective nature over their food renders them quite the impractical, perilous houseguests. So if the theory of humans adopting and nurturing wolf cubs doesn't hold up, what could explain pups buried alongside humans in ancient times, some 10,000 to 12,000 years ago? The mystery deepens, and in solving it, we must explore the cunning decisions made by the distant ancestors of our beloved dogs. Part 2. From Freeloading Wolves to Furry Family Members The Self-Taming Journey of Dogs The origin of the domestic dog is a tale not of human initiative, but of canine resourcefulness. Picture early human settlements brimming with leftovers ripe for the taking, an open invitation to the perceptive wolf. This was no human-designed domestication program. It was the wolves themselves who saw an opportunity in the refuse of human life. Those wolves brazen enough to scavenge close to humans found a banquet. Over time, the more adventurous and perceptive wolves grew adept at reading human cues, weighing the risk of a chase against the lure of a meal. Generation by generation, a rift formed between the cautious, distant wolves and those proto-dogs who began to favor human company over their own kind. Witness the self-made path to domestication. A window into this process is mirrored by Siberian foxes bred for friendliness towards people. The charm found in a human-touched toy, the willingness to engage. These foxes paralleled the transition in wolves that led to our devoted dogs. Indeed, given the choice, contemporary dogs show a marked preference for human companionship, echoing an innate bond that surpasses even their kinship with other dogs. The mere presence of a person, studies show, soothes a dog more than anything else. This human-animal kinship is unique in the natural world, akin to the bond between a human infant and its caretaker. It aligns with the sentiment of 19th-century humorist Josh Billings, who remarked that a dog's love is a rare treasure, the kind that surpasses even self-love. Even those breeds resembling ancient proto-dogs, like Australian dingoes and New Guinea singing dogs, possess the uncanny ability to grasp human signals. It begs the question, just how deep does this canine comprehension of their two-legged counterparts run? Part 3. Canine cognition mirrors infancy. How dogs learn by observing us. Have you ever gazed into a newborn's eyes and wondered at the unfolding world inside their mind? Just as with our human young, Dogs are not born with a full set of mental tools. They're quick and agile learners, though. 
surpassing human infants in the speed with which they acquire skills essential for their survival. By the time a human infant is nine months old, they begin to divine where adults focus their eyes, discerning intent and soaking in the unspoken nuances of their surroundings. This pivotal cognitive leap is the launchpad for culture and language. Canines, in an astounding display, share this perceptive aptitude. While many animals are hardwired to respond only to specific learned signals, dogs break this mold. Where trained wolves are stumped by a change from pointing with a finger to pointing with a foot, dogs transition with ease. They inherently understand our gestures, a nod, a point, a look, even if they've never been trained to interpret them. Delving deeper, dogs selectively interpret our cues, much like a human infant. If you aimlessly glance above a container, a dog remains unmoved. But lock eyes with the receptacle, and the dog intuits a message. They aren't just watching us, they're interpreting our attention. Mimicking the developmental quirks of human babies, dogs, when faced with a hidden object that's then sneakily shifted, will first search the original location, an error known as the A, not B error. Well-trained wolves don't fall prey to this slip-up, highlighting the evolutionary rather than training-dependent nature of dogs' cognitive abilities. Their learning process is swift and instinctive, observable even in puppies and street dogs bereft of human rearing. This intellectual prowess was no trick. It was a trump card for survival. But what does it really mean for the bond between dogs and their human companions? How did such a parallel with infants play into the evolutionary hand dealt to dogs? Part 4. The Friendliest Thrive. How Sociability Became Dog's Evolutionary Ace. Survival hinges not merely on brute strength, but on the nuanced concept of fitness. When observing chimpanzees and bonobos, our extant relatives display starkly different strategies. For chimpanzees, might makes right. Their world is one where aggression reigns, they seek dominance, clash with rival groups, and the alpha male's authority is unchallenged. In the chimp kingdom, brawn begets the chance to sire the next generation, shift the gaze to bonobos, and a gentler matrix of survival unfolds. Genetically akin to chimpanzees, bonobos contrast sharply in their demeanor. Their encounters with other groups are cordial, violence is rare, and female solidarity is the bedrock of their society. With bonobos, Niceness is the currency of evolutionary success. Tranquil males are the preferred partners. This bifurcation in primate fitness strategies sets the stage to understand the evolutionary arc of dogs. Manifesting cooperative tendencies and a proclivity for altruism, dogs, like humans and bonobos, have prioritized sociability. Tolerance and amiability translated into evolutionary gold, allowing humans to forge expansive tribes, share sustenance, and outlast solitary rivals. Canines, those who cozied up to human camps, outpaced their solitary wolf cousins by exchanging enmity for empathy. The dogs we know are descendants of friendly foragers, with their social finesse ushering them into the human fold. A fascinating aside, 
While both bonobos and dogs sport crania on average 15% smaller than their counterparts, the chimpanzees and wolves, their social intelligence outshines their relatives. Counterintuitively, brain size doesn't equate to smartness. Such realization spotlights dogs as innately social. Their genetic gambit on gregariousness paid rich dividends. Yet, friendliness aside, what other talents are these social savants concealing in their genetic deck of cards? Part 5. Dogs' understanding is impressive. But with caveats to doggy dialogue, many dog parents speak of an implicit dialogue with their beloved pet. But how much truth lies in these heartwarming claims of mutual comprehension? It seems that these anecdotes may have a legitimate foundation. To discern what dogs grasp, let's start with language. Much like a child learning that shoe signifies an array of objects, dogs too can categorize. Research has shown that our four-legged friends are adept at associating words with items. A dog instructed to retrieve frisbee or toy can also identify the referred object from a photograph. They also possess a sense of discretion. Dogs are aware when their human can't hear their shenanigans, sneaking off to another room with a forbidden treasure. Despite their intellectual agility, dogs are not without their limits. When confronted with a blocked route, a dog is stymied, frequently sitting before the barrier in silent appeal for human intervention. Wolves, by contrast, will instinctively seek an alternate path. Domestication has offered dogs the luxury of sidestepping many survival challenges. Humans often provide the answers. Another realm where dogs seem puzzled is basic physics. As toddlers quickly deduce that a ball cannot pass through a solid box, dogs might eternally circle a tree, tethered by a leash, unaware that the obstruction is what restricts their freedom. Self-awareness, too, is elusive in canines. Apes, much like humans, can employ a mirror to preen or explore unseen parts of their body. Dogs? Often they lose interest after their initial search uncovers no hidden canine comrade. Such nuances texture our understanding of canine intelligence. In the vast spectrum of their abilities, dogs stand out as social learners, excels in connection and collaboration, a testament to their remarkable role as our loyal and loving companions. Part 6. Social by Nature the power of togetherness in dog behavior. Dogs thrive in a community. From the tight-knit clusters of streetwise canines to the devoted domesticates aligning with their human families, these sociable beings are wired to connect. Their group dynamic isn't just for comfort, it's a key to their learning toolkit. When facing a challenge solo, a dog may hit an impasse. Yet, introduce a demonstration Another dog finessing the solution, even accidentally, and they rapidly catch on. It's through social observation, not necessarily through grasping the underlying principles, that dogs quickly adopt successful strategies. Observed through the lens of feral dogs, the critical edge of pack mentality becomes stark. While they share similar pack sizes with wolves and engage in reconciliatory behaviors post-conflict, the social structures differ considerably. For feral dogs, unrelated members come together without the strict breeding hierarchy seen in wolves. The result is more pups with less communal support, resulting in higher infant mortality. 
While wolves may resort to violence to secure their pack, dogs often opt for barking to ward off competitors. Beyond mere pack cooperation, dogs exhibit a profound capacity for lasting social attachments. They don't just casually bond, they forge deep, enduring partnerships. Dogs have shown that they can remember a human companion, even after prolonged absences. Darwin himself marveled at his dog Zar's immediate and joyful recognition after a three-year separation, a testament to the enduring canine memory. In essence, dogs are not just social animals. They're discerning collaborators, adept at identifying when and with whom to unite their efforts. Their very survival hinges on a keen assessment of cooperative potential, a trait that parallels human sociability in profound ways. Part 7. Beyond Breed Labels. The Intricate Genetics of Dogs. The debate over the best dog breed has been a topic of conversation in parks and living rooms worldwide. Every dog enthusiast seems to have their own preference. However, the variety of breeds we admire today isn't as varied as it may appear. In the sphere of canine diversity, global consensus on breed classification is elusive. What one country heralds as a distinct breed might not even make the list in another. Historically, dogs were categorized by their job descriptions, whether they were hunters, guards, or companions. It was only in relatively recent times that visual attributes became the breed-defining factors. A case in point is the bulldog, shaped by a brutal past, frothing with blood sport. In 19th century England, these dogs were molded to battle bulls, fostering traits conducive to gripping and breathing simultaneously along with a sturdy yet maneuverable stature. Despite the rich tapestry of dog breeds, genetically speaking, they occupy just two main camps, those closely allied with wolves and a conglomerate deemed of European origin. These European origin dogs, despite their varied exteriors, share a surprising genetic proximity, just about 150 years of divergence. Underneath the surface, a St. Bernard and a Chihuahua share a genetic resonance that belies their stark physical differences. Delving into demeanor, canines generally divide into two temperament clusters, the outgoing and the reserved. Notably, aggressiveness stands apart as a third independent trait that often dictates further classification within breeds. Given the staggering 4.7 million reported dog bites in the United States annually, it's no surprise that studies frequently focus on canine aggression. While breed can hint at temperament, it's not destiny. Even a dog leaning towards aggression can be molded through careful training. The real question then is, how can one effectively train a dog to temper its aggression? Part 8. Rethinking Training. From Behavior to Cognition for Dogs. The science of dog training has long been informed by behaviorism, a theoretical approach championed by psychological giant Burrus Frederick Skinner. It posits that underlying cognitive mechanics are inconsequential. The true objective is shaping correct behaviors through reinforcement. But behaviorism, despite its historical predominance, presents an overly simplistic take on learning. It zeroes in on the power of reward but fails to recognize the individuality of learners, whether fur-covered or not. Skinner's methodology hinged on leveraging deprivation 
to make rewards more potent. Rats, in his experiments, weren't just lab residents. They were hungry players in a structured game. Their sustenance depended on performing certain actions that, in turn, reinforced the desired behavior. Though controversial for its ethical implications, behavioristic principles have permeated various realms, from animal training to human behavior modification techniques, yet the individual variance inherent in both animals and humans defies the cookie-cutter predictability behaviorism assumes. Recognition of cognitive processes opens doors to different understandings of intelligence. Dogs, as we've seen, demonstrate an intelligence grounded in their knack for grasping human cues and an ingrained eagerness to collaborate. Traditional training models, rooted in the notion of a human alpha steering a dog's actions, overlook the nuanced social dynamics of actual dog packs, which lack rigid hierarchies. For a more nuanced and perhaps humane approach, we must recalibrate our methods to account for a dog's cognitive strengths and limitations. By framing training as a cognitive adventure rather than a rigid drill, we pave the way for more realistic and more respectful ways to enhance the capabilities of our loyal companions. Final summary. At the heart of the genius of dogs is the exploration into the sophisticated world of canine intellect. The true genius of dogs springs from their remarkable understanding of human communications and their natural predisposition toward cooperation. Yet, dogs also exhibit specific limitations in their cognitive capacities. By recognizing these boundaries, we can improve our interactions with our four-legged friends, fostering more effective training methods and a deeper mutual respect. Understanding the full spectrum of dog intelligence not only elevates the way we engage with our pets, it enriches the companionship they so lovingly provide. Thank you for joining me today on this journey of learning and discovery as we explored the insights of another thought-provoking book in our growing library of knowledge. If you've enjoyed our time together, please take a moment to follow our podcast, give us a five-star rating, and share 20-minute books with other knowledge seekers. Your support truly means a lot. Don't forget to join me again in the next episode, where we will delve into another enriching book. Until then, happy reading and happy listening.